however long, um, was completely kiboshed at the um, Imagine Conference, the ladies' conference in Icon. Uh, a big feature of that conference was about following your dreams, uh, hanging on to your dreams, pushing through, Jackie, pushing through. Uh, and then what happens this morning... I think I ought to tear all of this up, really. Have coffee, yeah, have coffee. Um, so it might be short, because I might cut some stuff out, because what people brought this morning really, really touched me. Um, to see Jackie up here declaring again, and it's going to happen. God's going to perform that miracle because you and Tim have been faithful, so it's going to happen. I really believe that. Um, so, we, at the, the conference was amazing, by the way. Uh, ladies, who went to it? Was it amazing? Yeah. Um, we had such, such a good time. Um, and a lot of what was spoken about was about, um, about dreams, about vision about pushing through doors, about hope. So I want to share a few things with you this morning. You probably recognize the phrase uh, on the screen, any dream will do. Anybody? Yeah, yeah. We're good. Megan's going to sing it for us in a minute. <laughs> I am a prolific dreamer at night when I'm asleep. Um... Is there anybody here who dreams a lot? Yeah. I have the most bizarre dreams ever. Uh, and sometimes I wake up laughing because they are so, so stupid. Um, the top ten dreams that you dream in your sleep, okay, Falling, teeth falling out. Anybody ever had that dream? Do you know I dream that dream quite regularly? I think there's something wrong with me. Showing up to work or school naked. Uh, test taking, so you're in an exam, you're taking a test and you haven't revised. That's good for now, isn't it, GCSE time? Meeting a celebrity. Being chased. Yeah? And your leg's not working. Was that you, Tim? Yeah, yeah I've dreamed that dream a lot. I'm, I'm being chased and my legs just won't move. They're so heavy. I think we do, yeah. It's called being creative. That was the next one on the list, flying. Yeah, flying. I've had the most wonderful flying dreams. Wonderful, wonderful flying dreams. Being in an out-of-control vehicle. I, I, I'm glad you didn't hear, some of you, what he said then. Oh, this one, unable to find a toilet. Yeah. 
anything about Sue, uh, go on holiday with her. Because <laughs> she likes to go to the toilet a lot. Um, <laughs> of course, you can have bad dreams. You can have funny dreams. You can have, have you ever had that dream that's so good and you wake up and you're desperate to get back to it? Yeah. Oh, that, that's, um, that's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Uh, so, some of you dream a lot. Um, and in the play Romeo and Juliet, this is my literature bit coming out, I always do this. Um, a character called Mercutio says this, so if you dream a lot, this is you. I talk of dreams which are the children of an idle brain. Uh, if it applies, it applies. So, Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Who's ever seen that production? Amazing. It's really, really good. Um, uh, you probably know all the songs to it. But one of the biggest dreamers in the Bible is Joseph. And I want to answer that question, does any dream do? Does any dream do? Um, so Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat. Uh, in Genesis 37, 2 and 3, um, the story of Joseph is in so many chapters of Genesis. I thought I'd read it out, but I decided not to. I th- thought I'd, I'd save you that, that, and I'll tell you a little bit of the story in between times. But I like these verses. Joseph, a young man of 17, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Billa and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel, who is his Jacob, renamed Israel, loved Joseph more than any of his other sons because he had been born to him in his old age and he made an ornate robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. I think they hated him before he even got the robe, don't you? I think it would have been really, really obvious to his brothers that Joseph was highly favoured. And he starts to tell them these dreams he's had. Now, Joseph didn't really understand the dreams he'd had, really, himself. But his youth, I discussed this with Paul, he came to the conclusion, he's a bit arrogant, isn't he, really? Right, I'm glad you didn't hear that, what Paul said. Um, was just to blurt it out and not think about it. He just blurted it out. These are my dreams. One of his dreams was a field of corn with sheaves. And all, all the sheaves who were the brothers bowed down to his sheaf. And then he, he, he tells his next um, dream about stars in the sky. And they're all... Um, sort of giving honour to him. Um, So Joseph was different, but he he made a little bit of a mistake there by saying, "Mm, I'm going to, I've had these dreams, I'm just going to tell them. 
I'm just going to blurt it all out. Um, and sometimes, uh, you know, we can, we can be a bit like that, can't we? Uh, again, at this conference, the, one of the speakers was talking about speaking out your dream. But I always think you need to think about your dream, your vision a little bit, and about your calling before God. A dream makes you different, and Jacob, his father, treated him differently because he was the son of his favorite wife. Though his brothers hated him and saw he was different, though he was unwise, he still wore his coat anyway uh, and uh, strutted up and down, dangerous. They were already mad with him because he'd wear in the coat. That is, you know, he's bragged to them about his dreams, but he still continues to wear his coat. And, you know, there's, there's a... Um, forgive me, I'm an English literature teacher. Um, the, 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 the coat is... It represents the father's favour, doesn't it? The father's favour. He wears the coat and it presents uh, the, the father's favour. Uh, and in the world, as Christians, I think we wear, we wear the coat. If we love Jesus, if we've given our lives to him, we wear the coat of the Father's favor. And that makes us different. Yeah? That makes us very different. We stand out. We stand, or we should stand out by our lifestyle and by our... Uh, relationship with Jesus, we should stand out. Um, so we need to wear our coat, our amazing technical dream coat, in public. In public. Um, so let's walk in the favor of God and be proud to stand up in a world where as Christians, we are going to be different. You know, get used to it. You are going to be different. We need to walk, we need to talk, we need to eat, we need to drink, and we need to party differently. Walk, talk, eat, drink, party differently. We need to text and go on Facebook differently. That's a sore point, isn't it? But as Christians... If, the, if your Facebook friends know that you're a Christian, guess what? They're going to be eagle-eyed on everything that you put on there. Jesus was different. He walked the earth full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. And when we believe we have a dream or a vision for our lives, it's dangerous to overlay that dream with our own preferences and prejudices. So I know that most of us here who are Christians, we, we have dreams and we have visions and we, we have a calling. We feel God has called us to something, has given us a dream about something. But we can't... We're called to have God's dream and God's vision. If we don't, we're on the road to absolutely nowhere. It's got to be God's calling, hasn't it? Um, 
it's the old X factor thing, isn't it? You've got to be really careful. Um, parents of some people who go on X factor don't hear the duff notes. They just hear the, they think it's beautiful. Because you do, don't you? You think your kids are fantastic. I um, had a pupil a number of years, quite a few years ago, whose mum was convinced that her daughter was going to go to Oxford because she was clever. Um, she was fairly average. She was never, ever, bless her, going to get into Oxford because we're born, aren't we, with the, the gifts that God gives us. And she didn't, um, funnily enough. <laughs> so we can make it what it's not and miss what it is. So we have to have ears that are open. That we have to be listening to what God's saying to us. Um, we don't... Um, yeah, our dreams, sorry, should be about his kingdom, not our kingdom. So there's a, I think there's a... Um, about his story. Yeah? Our dreams should be about his kingdom, not about our kingdom and what we want to build and what we want to do and the gifts we want to bring to the table. And his story, is, it's his story, not our story. So if, if I encourage you to dream big. I encourage you to ask God to give you, you a vision. Uh, I think in, um, in those verses... Uh, Sarah, you put some verses on this morning. Was it about, oh, it was about not being weary, wasn't it? But the, the verse is about um, so your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will have visions, and your old men will dream dreams. That's not fair, is it? I'd like to dream dreams as well. Um, but we need to look at the bigger picture. We need to look at what God's doing among us. I love being part of uh, this church, of Hope House Church. But my, my dreams will be part of the bigger picture of the church and of, of the nation and what God's doing in the church now. Uh, but we must follow our dream but we must be prepared that our dream is only the first draft. Yeah? It's only the first draft. Joseph's dreams were the first draft. He didn't have a clue what they were about. He didn't have a clue about what he was going to go through to finally see his dreams fulfilled. So we need to look at the bigger picture. Uh, and it's... You know, our dreams are only the first draft. Um, and it's, it, it's not all about our dream and what we want, is it? It's about purpose. You know, we might be at the center of our dream, but it must never be for our status or our job title. But it must come from a heart that is just wanting to serve Jesus. Yeah? And God has gifted people here and given people dreams. But you know, unless you're in a close relationship with Jesus and you're serving him, his kingdom, 
you know, the Lord's prayer says, your kingdom come, your will be done. So in everything that we, we do and we dream, we have to keep that in mind. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Uh, you know, that's, that's really, really important. Now, Joseph's dreams were fulfilled two decades later. Okay? Two decades later. So the, um, the jealousy of the coat got out of hand. They uh, took the, the brothers got really angry, took the coat off him, put him down the pit, and he was sold into slavery where he ends up as a servant, as a slave, in Egypt to a guy called Potiphar. I want to sing the song now. <laughs> Potiphar had very few. Yeah. Uh, um, and he served well. He served his master. He served Potiphar well. And guess what? he was elevated and became quite important. And Potiphar's wife completely ruined it for him. You know the story. Uh, And he's put in prison. Um, I want to show you some of... If you are younger than 30, I'm going to show you a picture that will shock you. Does anybody remember that? Yeah? Naomi, have you ever seen anything like that before? No? No? It's a camera. It's a camera. And we used to have these cameras that you used to have film in. And you used to go to all the faff of rolling it round these two spools and making sure they fitted in really easily. The next step was a cassette. And you had this little cassette thing. Can you remember those? Yeah? And you just slipped that into the back of the camera. Space age. But both those two types of... um, film had to be developed in a dark room. Notice how that camera is cleverly placed on the mo- top of a mobile phone. What happens now? It's just instant, isn't it? It's just there. Your photos are there. You don't have to go to a shop and have your photos developed. I think you, you, do you remember developing photos? Yeah. Um, God often develops our dreams in the dark room. Those films were developed in a dark room with chemicals. It was sometimes a long process to get things just right. So a dark room takes time to develop photos, and it's dark. We often have, listen to this, we often have in this day and age an Instagram expectation that we serve a dark room God. Yeah? We have an Instagram expectation now, now. I want it now. God's given me this calling. God's given me this dream. I want it now. God gave me a dream. 
when I was about 17, 18, and that wasn't fulfilled easily for another, well, bit like Joseph, really, two decades later. Um, and I led worship in church, and I waited, and I waited, and God fulfilled the dream. So a dark room takes time. So we often have an Instagram. Who does Instagram? I do. I do Instagram, I love it. We often have an Instagram expectation, but we serve the dark room God. Hand him the negatives of your dream. (laughs) Sounds a bit cheesy, that, doesn't it? Hand him the negatives of your dream. And patiently, uh, the lady at the conference was talking about being patient, about pushing through, about knocking on the door. You know, just because we knock on the door once, it's not necessarily going to be open straight away. But we need to push through. If we have a dream, if we have a calling that we believe is from God, he will fulfill it in your lives if you are obedient and follow him and are in close relationship with him. That's the only proviso. But sometimes we have to be patient, and we have to push through. And the dark room can be dark, and there can be difficulties and problems. We touched on it this morning during the worship. You know, there are are things that come against us. There are things that come... Uh, to us that we never expected that come left field and life is difficult and sometimes we're just weary sometimes we're just weary of seeing the dream and doing everything to serve God and to you know see that dream fulfilled in our lives and we get a bit tired and we get a bit exhausted and we get a bit weary um, but you know what? That, those verses, Sarah, from Isaiah 40, isn't it? You, you, it's about running and not growing weary, uh, uh, the wings of it, being on the wings of eagles. So if at the moment you feel like you're in the middle of your dream, you're serving God, you're doing everything that you should be doing, you're loving God, you're loving people, you're a bit weary... Well, rise on wings like eagles. Ask God to give you that that energy for him. Um, So some of us are in the middle of a dream. The disciples had a dream of Jesus as the Messiah and the, the one who would overcome the oppressors. But they saw him die on a cross They saw him die on a cross. It wasn't exactly what they thought it was going to be like. First draft, things change. So embrace the purpose of the dream God has given you. And let's be uh, servants of purpose. Let's make sure that our purpose is to love the Lord our God with all our heart and with all our mind and with all our strength, and to love each other, love our neighbours as ourselves. Let's serve God 
let's not get wrapped up in the dream. But let's push through if we need to push through. Um, Joseph's dreams were all about him when he was explaining them to his brothers. You know, my dreams are fantastic, aren't they fabulous? But then he went through an incredibly, incredibly difficult period. But you know, he wasn't ready for his, his dreams to be fulfilled in the first draft at the beginning. He needed to go through all of that. He needed all sorts of things within him to be changed around, to be tested, uh, things to be restored in his life. He needed to be prepared because he wouldn't have been able to handle what was going to come when his dreams were fulfilled. Um, But they became much more, these dreams, and through his obedience to God, through all of this, if you read those chapters, it often says, and God was with Joseph. Uh, God walked with Joseph through all of that. And there were some changes that had to make. His youth and his arrogance needed a bit of working on, didn't it? But through his obedience to God, a nation was saved. Because his interpretation of Pharaoh's dreams led to uh, food being there for people in the famine. Um, and that's an amazing thing, isn't it? This young, brash man, young man, eventually saves a nation. And I believe he did it in humility too. I think God probably taught him humility through it all. Um, so Joseph saw shiny stars at the beginning, but they weren't shiny further along the line, were they? But I think something better happened, something much bigger. We've got to see that bigger picture, haven't we? So let's push through doors, know the call of God. He doesn't disappoint. I think some people need to hear that this morning. He doesn't disappoint. If you feel you've been called by God and you're... Um, humbly serving God in any way that you can. You're being prepared. You're being patient. He doesn't disappoint. I mean, our dream is to know and to serve him, isn't it? But there might be something really specific that you feel that God has called you to do. Um, It might be that, uh, that you don't have anything specific, you know, and that's okay too. Or maybe you're in the middle of a dream and it's not turned out exactly how you, as you might have wanted it to do. Um, but, you know, God doesn't disappoint. You know, our names are written on his hands. All, all our days are counted. All the, the, the hairs on our head are counted. God never disappoints. We disappoint ourselves. Maybe sometimes other people might disappoint us. But God never disappoints. 
So let, let's push through. Let, let's push through. If God, you feel God's called you to do something for him, be faithful. Be faithful to God. Read your Bible. Pray. Have fellowship with people. Serve him. Find ways to serve him. Might not have anything to do with your dream, but find ways to serve him. And he will prepare you through all of that. Be patient because God doesn't disappoint. God has never disappointed me, ever. Sometimes I've thought, oh God, you've not done that the right way. That should have happened, that should have happened, that should have happened then. Not much further on. But he never gets it wrong because he's God. He's the Lord of Lords, he's the King of Kings, he's God. He, he's our creator, the creator of the universe. So I, um, if the band could come back, that would be great. Um, I, I know some people in here, and I, I know they have dreams, but make sure it's, it's God's dream. Neil, I would love to be part of your finance team, but guess what? I'm hopeless with numbers. <laughs> A fantasy, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> so let's make sure our dreams you know God has gifted each one of us in really special ways let's, let's make sure you know I am never going to be a singer on the West End stage I think I've told you that before I'd always wanted to be something like that uh, I can sing but it's not that good enough so let, let's be realistic about our dreams but if you feel this morning that God is calling you to specific dreams. If, if you're a bit angry and a bit frustrated and a bit weary because you want things now, God will give you the strength. It's through Christ who strengthens us. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I think that's Philippians. So if I'm going to ask everybody to stand up, if you can. If you're, you're, you're having difficulties with any of those things, you're having difficulties living life at the moment, or you're, you're having difficulties pushing through, or you, you, you're a bit frustrated that things are not happening as you want them to happen, remember God never disappoints. But if you'd like some prayer, please come forward and, and be prayed for. Uh, I think what Jackie has done a couple of times now is really important that publicly, you know, this is going to happen. And her, and Tim and Jackie's and Samuel's miracle is, and Neil's miracle, I'm glad you said that, that was really important, is there. But, you know, we need to keep pushing through, we need to keep praying, we need to keep being faithful, we need to keep serving, we need to keep loving, we need to keep listening to God, we need to keep our eyes open for what God is, is showing us. 
let's if you if you really feel you would like prayer please come forward it's such an opportunity to say publicly you know i'm going for my miracle you know if 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 it's a a healing i'm going for my healing i'm going uh for what god's called me to be uh, as i hand over to the uh the band please come out and if any of our leadership could come and pray for people if they come forward please do if nobody comes forward that's fine but if you you feel you have something specific or something that's frustrating or whatever please come forward he's given us.